September 5th is a very special day to me because I started my first job on this day exactly 19 years ago. And in India, 5th September is celebrated as Teacher's Day as a mark of tribute to the contribution made by teachers to society. And September 5th is the birth anniversary of a great teacher, Dr. Sarvepalli Radhakrishnan, who was a staunch believer of education and was a well-known diplomat, scholar, the president of India and above all, a teacher. And you know the reason why September 5th is celebrated as a teacher's day in India? It dates back to a few decades ago. When some of his students and friends approached him and requested him to allow them to celebrate his birthday, he said, Instead of celebrating my birthday separately, it would be my proud privilege if the 5th September is observed as Teacher's Day. From then onwards, the 5th of September has been observed as Teacher's Day in India. And I take this opportunity to introduce my beloved teacher, our school principal sir, and also my first employer, Sri Prabhakar Reddigaru. Personally, I learned a lot from him apart from academics. He instilled discipline, time management, dedication, and most importantly, commitment in everything we do. I am what I am today because of him and wanted to share his wisdom with the world too. In today's episode, let us chat with Prabhakar Edisar, a renowned educationist in Telangana State, India, with over 40 years of experience running various educational institutions, and most importantly, he is one of the most celebrated teachers. We still remember his lessons that he taught as part of our English curriculum and all. And almost all of his students are very well are very well settled in careers, established their own organizations and are successfully leading their life across the world. This is the Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a better future. Folks, I'm your host Navin Samala, just a fellow IT professional but on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe. And through The Guiding Voice, we help successful leaders share their knowledge and wisdom with the world so that our audience will acquire more knowledge for every minute by tuning into our podcast than any other podcast in this space. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'm extremely proud, humbled and honored to have Prabhakar Reddy, sir, part of our journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Prabhakar Reddy, sir, hearty welcome to The Guiding Voice and I'm super thrilled to have you as my guest speaker on this special day, which is September 5th, Teacher's Day. Hi, good evening. Thank you very much. You had very good introduction about me. Thank you. Thank you very much. Fine. And at the outset, I would like to tell you one thing. You had made very beautiful introduction regarding the teacher. That is true. Any life without the mother has not come onto the earth. Any life, whether it is a plant or an animal or a human being or any creature. Such a way, no educated, no officer and no person on the earth has not become such a renowned personality without a teacher having framed him. So that is the specialty of the teacher. That's why I love the teacher profession very much. And second point, I love to hear you from you that you have taken about uh, Sarapalli Radhakrishnan birthday, which is marked as the birthday and it is as a teacher's day. Wonderful, really. So here, what is the beauty here? An ordinary teacher who was a teacher in the colleges and schools level had rose to a position of the president of here not only the teacher's greatness here is the beauty of the democracy the country and the constitution where even ordinary people can rise to the any position they can become the highest in the top positions of the country that is what the beauty is now please you continue what you want to ask definitely i will be giving the answers okay perfect thank you so much sir thank you for the kind insights and now let's get started with the interview I would like you to share top three things that have helped you to be successful in your professional life so far. Right. Successful. So a man's success is not measured by any yardstick. Success doesn't mean that because of having some money and some respect in the society is not the success. Till today, what I feel, I have not fulfilled my, what my ambition was to get the reach and the Really to feel myself, my, myself, I was successful. But still, either people, you, my, either my student and many people uh, are thinking that I am a successful teacher. Definitely thank you for it. Such a kind regard you have for having interviewed me as a successful teacher. And uh, the first thing I would like to tell you, my, whatever the achievement, I don't use the success because whatever the achievement I had, because when I go way back, I was from a farmer's family. The farmer's family where it was with uh, so many people in the house. My father and mother had 10 people of their children. 
I'm the one of the uh, sixth one among the all the children. But my father was so wonderful man. He was a landlord. Truly speaking, he was a landlord holding about 120 acres of land at home. But very principled in those days. He was a little educated, but he had possessed a lot of land uh, knowledge about Urdu and about Telugu writing and everything. So the first thing what I would like to tell you, he used to teach you that we should possess the value. We had to develop such a personality in the society that he is a truly a man of such a kind of the situations and principles. If you do not establish that in the society among the people, and if you are a fluctuating character and fluctuating mind, definitely one day the people will not believe you. Even you speak a genuine thing, they do not believe you. That is the truth. Really, I liked that what the advice he has given me. And second thing, right for about eleven years, I worked with the National Cadet Corps in the college level as well as in the school level. And that discipline, what I learned, really it paved a wonderful, excellent way into my life. Because anything, what I thought is the right thing, if it is deviated, I myself was never satisfied about it, and I never allowed the my people to deviate from it. When I said it should be done, it is to be done. It has to be completed. It has to be completed. Such was the punctuality what I learned from the camps and from other the what you call. the training and orientations from my officers who always looked with a stiff uniform and saluting and it was really my passion in fact so that was the second point in spite of besides my father's advice to me that my discipline in my services and other things i had excellent thing and other thing naturally you know today i am here i loved the profession i had the passion because of my teachers previously my teachers i had my total school education from telugu medium i had my school education from government schools because in those days uh, it was hard to think that anybody had any private schools either of course when i moved to city life there i witnessed some of the private schools but still i was in the college level also government college government schools and the teachers at the primary level upper primary level and high school level what they have taught me because in those days even the government teachers they had wonderful excellent values what they believed and they had like they stood like a role model to the students and when they ask us what do you want to become future we never thought about engineer doctors and things so our picture or image our idol was before us for the teacher who used to say i want to become a teacher so this is what i got my mind carried into this profession to love it and everything These are the three factors. My father who taught me values, and next my participation with the defense services and air force services very particularly, and third one is my teachers who taught me at the school level. Excellent, sir. Exemplary journey. And uh, you mentioned about your father and teachers. Right now comes my next question. Other than your father, who was your inspiration and role model? Other than your father, is there anyone else? Definitely, my teachers only. My teachers only. i told you my teacher at the high school level at, at my time the pattern of education was not up to 10th at the school level it was 11th and in some schools like multipurpose it was 12th that is intermediate so i, I had my education at 11th level in the school level at 11th level and 10th and 9th i used to have an excellent teacher he was a brahman his name was bhim shankar and such a excellent teacher today even after having my total education at the telu medium and after coming to my profession i was able to make my language to something i don't say excellently but something to some extent that is because of the teacher who really was standing as a role model for my life he was bim shankar he was bim shankar when my school celebrated 25 years of its silver jubilee i tried to pick him up i wanted to felicitate him but uh, unfortunately i could not find him but whereas some other teachers like madhara and some other teachers who paved a very wonderful way for my early life in the childhood i got them i brought them here and you might have not remembered it we had this uh, celebration in the behind the primary school and it was a very big celebration i had honored all the teachers who taught me at the primary and then onward afterwards that was really my teachers because in those days uh, who is to have very little scope of knowing about the world and great personalities very great personalities because the technology was not at all known only whatever we read in the books 
who used to know it other than that hardly we had any knowledge about that. that's why my teachers used to be very good and my very particular my english teacher was my role model glad to know that sir and uh, it's really inspiring to know about your teachers and all and the way you have felicitated them right speaks volumes about it and uh, yeah, yeah it's so inspiring now uh, let's talk about your journey as an educationist right uh, you started in a rural town called janagam the place where we i studied right so what are some of the toughest challenges that you experienced because at that point in time even paying like uh, 60 rupees term fee was difficult but you still provided very high quality education it is incomparable with what uh, international schools are offering today right but you were able to manage and pull it off so how was it possible an excellent question is a very it cannot be answered briefly it is a long to answer it because we asked my entire career as a teacher for the last many years so after my education i had my teacher training even the teacher training also i had in the government college and it was very fortunate to get a seat in the government college because in those days it was the toughest competition even and the teaching is i don't know why what happened nowadays in those days in the government institutions the college schools it was so wonderful teaching excellent guidance so i used to get it so after that immediately i got married and the burden of leading the family started but still as i told you my father also was a very good part of the land and for one year i came back to work in the farming if anybody goes and interviews the people who are contemporary to me in my village they will tell you i have dedicated very sincerely very perfectly very successfully for one year or more than that and doing the agriculture i am not managed the agriculture i did myself the agriculture though i was a landlord son holding about 120 acres of land about 10 people working for the farming but my father taught the dignity of labor you should work then only you will learn you will learn what is the mistake your person is doing then you can guide that was inspiration that i used to do it and at that time after immediate after my training i was there at my village for one year doing the farming particularly i switched to the commercial crops and got very good yielding also i got very good name he sincerely works and he gets the yield then what happens one of my friend who was my colleague in training he called me why do you wanted to just set up a village please man you come you come to hanamkonda there are some vacancies in some of the schools you work as a teacher because you have the passion of teaching immediately i shifted to hanamkonda there i had worked i think i shifted in the month of september september to april i worked in a private school under one management it is uh, not present it is not existing right in front of warangal anamkonda collectorate office i worked there but i got much of contradictions with the principles of mine and the principal i was never adjusted to the things because i never worked as a subordinate to anybody except listening to my father so i contradicted so many things so you used to like me very much because several times she listened what i was teaching in the class and but whereas she was scared about me and talking because this will always put a question about my man myself and my way that's why she doesn't like it i understood it with a short period in the month of april while being encouraged by some friends i wanted to have a school open near my village so this is janagam is near to my village so i started the school so when i come came here i do not know till that date about sri arabindo and his ideals when a gentleman has introduced that this is sri arabindo he has very good ideals about education and this is what it is then we started the life was started very beautifully there were some great personalities parents and one of them is recently expired one was uh, mr sheikh mahmud a cashier in sbh recently is expired and his three children were the first two roll numbers roll number 1 2 3 and uh, both were girls one was a boy and the boy settled into the south software um, company and one of the girl was also one of your batchmate hero roman ah uh, hero roman's father mm-hmm. and uh, you know it was such a beautiful mouth canvassing and uh, used to tell everybody there is such a wonderful thing these guys are working hard for a little petty of how much money you know it it has very good value in those days 12 rupees for the high school fees 8 rupees for the primary school working very hard dedicated working right from morning to evening working 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 and i really till i remember i even third fourth class children 
when after the school hours i listened they were talking and before going to back to home they were talking in english today it is not happening because so many clutches have been imposed on the management who are not imposing very strictly but in those they have so that's why the parents like very much another one was venugopal's father it was ramkrishnan rao he was a principal of a junior college a very tough man and he also worked yes he appreciated very much because his son joined from telugu medium to english medium 6th class in no time in one year he was able to speak that he appreciated very much these were the very two people who had just propagated because of all the positiveness they are receiving and by the way in few years it rose to a very good position and one of the things i will tell you something after 10 years or 12 years pv narsimharao before becoming the prime minister he visited our school wow. bauda venkatram reddy madan mohan four ministers of the state and mr pv narsimharao central minister foreign affairs he was the minister i think i remember foreign affairs minister he visited the school such was the reputation of the school in those days because everybody loved it yeah. really for its principle its work and everything that was what i liked i never tried to match my work or my teachers work the magnitude of its work with the money that water i pay but i was very tough about that one because even without minimum money i cannot run the show yeah. because i am not expecting i was i had not expected any support money support from my father so after starting it i never so that whatever i get i use it to distribute i have to work out and i work at it so this was going on and naturally in these 43 years of life i had many very good experiences happy moments and very very difficult moments as well so when i was unyielding to the people when they have not come to into my fold of the preferences about the education and one more background social background we must understand in this situation 43 years back in a town a small town taluka level like danagam people their mind at the thinking used to be because of in those days education can be obtained free cost in the government schools they never know it a private school will also do it and it will collect some money so collecting the money was not palatable for them but they liked the education so that's why however they liked it even the 12 rupees was they felt it difficult maybe to pay it and such a what happened as 80% of the people loved it and liked the school and standard some 20% of the people definitely they have tried to cause come or other interferences and problems to the distribution right from the beginning this days is not happening when i started it almost every year in the month of june july my name and school name used to appear in the newspaper i this is that this is that he is doing this he is doing that. but i never cared it i never cared so again in the year 1988 some politicians entered into the field and it was better experience such a bad experiences they wanted to unstable the the unstable institution this prabhakar is unyielding to anybody either politician officials or anybody he is going with his own aim and objective so this should not happen i should we should think to cover clutches they tried try to unstable it to speak frankly to some extent they were able to make it but only one thing that had become a very good and a very good result of it was some parents who loved the situation who loved the education they fought for it and they thought that only prabhakar reddy and his management his top it can only bring good education to the institution and for about one one and a half year there was a lot of disturbance but in the disturbance also never a child or never a parent thought of leaving the school that was both unpleasant and pleasant things happened in my life during 1988 to almost through to 1990 and there was after that also i think during 2005 2005 when these people were not able to get success through the political movement and other things they tried to make it by criminal movement they have put in allegations over me and they have lodged because the people who have made a team of themselves to make allegations were from the judiciary level so they had very good influence in judiciary and police level so i don't know what was my courage but till date i do not understand i do not have that courage now but i fought it against their evil plan alone myself without taking any elders or anybody only for the counseling and going to advocate oh i believed very much that was very very bitter experience for me in 2005 and after that 
when the Janagam people who are old, who are contemporary in those days, they did know this fellow will not yield to anything except what he believes it. And then onwards, nothing had happened. It's uh, by God's grace going very smoothly. This is all graces of Sri Aurobindo and Dhammata. Naveen. Absolutely, sir. Huh. I think we, we have to uh, learn a lot about tenacity from you because uh, I have observed you, right, uh, being a kid. And in fact, until uh, 2006 and all, I passively learned a lot of uh, good stuff and all. And I always admire your tenacity and perseverance. Those are really, I, I think we rarely find those kind of attributes in uh, leaders nowadays and all. So, all right, sir. Now let's move on to my next question. Uh, so, in your opinion, what are the characteristics of an ideal teacher? Ideal child or a teacher? Ideal teacher first. Ideal teacher, yeah. It is a really a question where we have to search it because to find an ideal teacher, we have to analyze the character of such teacher. Then only, oh, these characters will make an ideal teacher. Unfortunately, nowadays, this is becoming very, very scanty, very rare, very rare. Because the brought up of this generation is with the surroundings of evil things, lie speaking, demoral life, and these all things have brought up the children and who in turn became maybe teachers because of their, their need and some of the things. Hardly we are getting an ideal teacher nowadays. Ideal teacher, I don't mean that he know the subject. There are so many beautiful teachers who are perfect in the subject. In those days, a teacher who are not able to make a student preparing for IITs and other But today, the teachers are able to make Subject-wise, they are excellent. It is enriched very much. It is enriched very much. But the ideals, the values, what they have to emphasize in the classroom and himself, standing as a role model, is almost is in there. Is almost is in it. Maybe one or two are there. I may not be noticing them because I am not in very much in the public life. I may not know it. But as you said, what I say, first of all, he should believe about his own character. He has to design himself what kind of man he should be. What kind of man? He should be just escaping the work and whatever task by speaking a lie very tactfully. Because nowadays, that kind of character is also appreciated by the society. Oh, what a clever man. What an intelligent man. This is the society now. So they are not uh, speaking that this is an escaping fellow. This is a liar. This is this person has no value. He speaks one and the other way. That is not at all now recognized. But that such a personality, we need it. First of all, we had to design ourselves a character. Design ourselves a character. I must be like this. With your parents, Right from start from your home, because your charity, your character start from your home. With my parents, with my children, with my family, then the people, the friends, the surroundings, and about the profession. You design yourself. I should be like this throughout my life. When you design yourself, the character, and you live like that, whatever the confrontations and challenges you may get, don't yield to it. Definitely, I believe that a day or other you will be recognized because of your character. You will not become very rich. You will not be recognized and given a very good crown and seat of the in the society. But the people will know, oh, he is such a person. When he said it, he will do it. When he said it, he did not uh, manage to speak a lie here to escape from the problems. He is a, such a personality. So such a personality a teacher should have for himself. Next, A teacher without having a professional strength, he should not go to the classroom. He should possess knowledge. Now the knowledge is worldwide. Once it was only limited to the textbooks which was recommended by the government. Now, if the teacher is limited to the textbook, he's just uh, is using an instrument which is one among the so many instruments. So he is a bad teacher. He's a bad teacher, definitely. Unless he checks into the international level about this subject, what changes occurred, and what it in a very impressive manner. In a fascinating manner, he can inculcate it to the mind of the children that he should know it. Otherwise, such is an average or below average teacher only. Such teachers rarely will find, but some people are trying to do it and they do it. And third thing, and a teacher, because as I said, he should stand for certain values, he should never be depressed or disappointed about what is earning, what is earning, unless he wanted to how that satisfaction over the profession, if he comes only to lead his life with earning, 
and i suggest that such people should not enter into this profession because they will be dissatisfied one or the other way one or the other way for their finances they will be dissatisfied they should not enter this field there are so many nowadays the world is very big scope is very large they can go into that field they can work there but here you are molding the characters you are molding the citizens of the future country not only country it is a good characters you are going to make it up and only such people should enter who have the passion towards the teaching and towards the children and who can love with the sympathy love i mean here whenever he should be rigid whenever he caress you you should be there but at the other part of his heart he should have love towards the child otherwise what happens the excessive uh, excessive love also lead to the bad character of the child that what i feel if these minimum there are so many but if these minimum things are possessed by a teacher definitely he would be a good teacher excellent sir now let's flip the coin and talk about uh, the students you have seen tens of thousands of students in your life so nowadays how students how students should approach education across various stages today generation students are very lucky enough very lucky enough just a few days back one of my friend my age group belongs to my village is retired as one of the commercial tax officer he was sharing with me what he said he had his education at the rural level started to tell you till i passed my 11th class in those days 11th was school final i did not know there will be puc that is intermediate i did not know the career will be molded depend upon this education this education this education. so those were the such days where the parents are not highly educated most of the people parents there may be a few and full of parents who were had good education they were officers they had led the children to have a very good life but 90% of the students they did not know what to do but today child the world has become a, just a global village just a global he is able to know if his intentions is very good he is able to know the world today you believe me people are even looking sitting at even the nagam level they are studying about the isro they are knowing about the technology they are studying about satellite they are studying about what the universe is what the mathematics is leading to these all such a wonderful opportunities have come into existence for the student so this is today student is like a fire no doubt today student is like a fire only thing is that where to ignite how to ignite how to kindle it and how to drive it should be in the is in the hands of the parents as well as the team if they have not noticed it if they have not helped it definitely the way the students the percent of the students who are turning into beautiful and excellent and highest reach the same equally and even more than that the children are spoiling themselves more than what it had been previously that is why the students are very good and fortunate enough to know so many things because teachers are educating and they are knowing themselves through the all the media and everything and even the parents also have little knowledge some of them they are guiding them only thing is that he should have the quest of learning the student should have the quest of learning so there used to be one proverb we can take a horse to the river if it is thirst it can drink the water but the man cannot make the horse to drink the water so unless the student has a thirst the teacher also sometimes may not be successful okay how to create a thirst also is in the hands of the teacher but it may not be successful for every child and for every child so very particular what is happening the media and the technology in mostly and particularly in very metropolitan cities as well as rural they are getting spoiled by themselves here in the rural they are not able to both way it is spoiling them but whereas same equal and number of the people they are getting the opportunity of using it and they are going to any level you know very well how the people are moving to the world now not only america in the world the people are moving very freely a girl student previously not used to complete his college education now not only college education saying goodbye at the airport to the parent she is going to do her pg and ms into the other states this is what the courage they have got very good now it is really wonderful if they are a, a fraction of the people are drifted from their original path i don't say it is totally fault of the student definitely the parent because of their busy nature busy i mean really for, suppose you take an ias officer really because for the sake of public you will be very busy right from morning to evening you may not find to see what is happening for student 
his school, his China Sunsister school, and other things. But whereas an ordinary fellow who is getting six hours of work a day in the field or somewhere, and an ordinary employee who is coming back by five o'clock, if he too doesn't observe what the child is doing, if he still is selfish of enjoying himself, spending time with his friends, not caring about the child, definitely. I don't say compulsorily, but definitely there is possibility of the child deviating from his own way, and that's a way at a time that uh, he will be desperate. Yeah. So, but till date, what I say, my opinion: no child is born with the bad traits. No child is born with bad traits. He had experienced by his senses, by looking, by hearing. Okay, all the senses. Our receptivities, and he is becoming one or two, whatever maybe, but is becoming bad because the society, because of the, his observation, giving his observation. Oh, the society, the parents, the neighbors. When mother is totally engaged into the serials in the TV, if she doesn't care about the child, father is engaged with his friends and enjoyment, and the child is feeling lonely and is feeling unse insecure of his life. And there is a very possible way. I don't say will spoil, but there is a very possible way that yeah. he will deviate from his life. You know very well. Recently, some of the even engineering students have just broken into houses and they stole the properties. They were caught by the police. So this is what is happening. I don't say that the students are wrong. The child is wrong. The child is always right. That society has to learn and how to treat, how to make it like you know developed countries. They give lot of lot of uh, uh, attention towards the child. The same thing we have to do. Then only every child, most of the children, ninety percent, definitely will grow into a good citizens and they grow for a value. They do the work with their dedication. They do the work professionally, perfectly. Yeah, sure, sir. Now let's talk about the parents' role. So, couple of observations out of your previous response. Parents should not be selfish about enjoying themselves. and uh, parents should pay attention to their child so that uh, they get what they deserve in terms of time and all other than these two factors are there anything which parents should follow as i told you child is never born with bad traits however genetical influence may be there little but that is also proved by many scientists like what you know very good born child whose parents grandparents a series a line of the parents were very good and he was taken and brought up in a wild jungle among the animals he had developed the characters of jungle animals not the parents and parents characters that proved that genetical influence had very little to do so therefore all children born are very good they are not with bad traits so then why the some of the people are turning in this way definitely it is a parent responsibility where the accountability is lost where they are not paying attention not i don't say completely it is wrong with them because they lack the awareness of education it's important they lack the awareness particularly when you take the parents of the rural parents of semi urban parents of urban because we have to categorize them we can't make the parent of urban parent tallied with the rural parent definitely we have to need to talk separately about that. and urban and metropolitan parents are quite different from the rural parents and semi urban so they need but first thing what they need is the awareness because in the previous generations every family used to be in joint so grandparents everything even the parent has not taken care of grandparent because out of his expense used to guide them now it is a nucleus there are no grandparents to guide them. so it, this responsibility also has fallen on the shoulders of the parents so unless even it urban parent or semi urban or rural parent unless they feel it that this burden is also equally like my profession or i do not take it up i do not take it up my child may spoil himself may not be useful to the society i don't say that only the fellow who get a good job in a software company who become a doctor is a good fellow i don't say but a good fellow mean he should know that humanity at touch of the humanity he should know how to respect he know how to make the society successful and all these things also makes a good man so that's why what i would like to tell you about the parent first of all wherever your child is joined 
first of all, you try to study about the school, its background. And often you be in touch with their class teachers, their headmasters or principals. So that uh, periodical touch with them, whether it is a rural parent, semi-urban or urban, definitely will make you learn so many things about your child and you'll be able to guide the child more properly. And you know very well, I remembered Abraham Lincoln, I think, he wrote a letter to the teacher of his child. So such was the care. So he is an American president. How could he get a time to analyze his student? Because he knew it. He has awareness. Unless as a parent, if he doesn't fulfill his uh, accountability and the child will not become well. So in that way, every parent, though they do not know what to guide, how to guide, only the first and basic thing is that periodical touch with the, their teachers, their school, and knowing about it. Second thing. And they should not be influenced by their friends and kids and kin when they are admitting their child. Most of the cases, this is happening. Unfortunately, in our country, no decision is taken by individual. If any intelligent or who is said to be in the society, very good fellow, very intelligent fellow, what the decision is taken by that fellow is blindly followed by many hundreds and thousands of people. This is very bad because that parent should know it. It's His child capacity is different than other parents' capacity. Is different. Financial capacity, child's capacity, intelligence capacity, and so many factors are related to it. You should know it. That's why the parent not only regarding education, any decision should not be meekly followed like a sheep because his friend is doing, his neighbor is doing, his relative is doing, he should not do it. You know it very well. Till today, particularly never state, many parents, what do they know about the children? My child should become an IIT engineer <laughs> or a doctor. Hey, there are only two things are there in the world. How many beautiful professions are there? which made them wonderful, excellent, and made them stand on the top, they do not know it. This, this is what crazy, because that child is admitted in so-and-so school, not because that school is giving good education, because the school is making it a roughage and making the child like a mission, and so that he may get success in the IIT and what that parent is doing. So at least bothered about the instinct of the child. He never asked the child, what do you like to become? Suppose the child is trailing into a wrong route. His duty is to counsel him. So this may not become a career for you. You try for it. You try for this one. This is this career. There is no patience. Unfortunately, even the schools at the school final, they do not make a counsel to the classroom or the students. What kind of professions are available? Where is the beauty there? What is the instinct of the child? How to guide? These things are not done. So unless these things are done, and unless the parents do not follow meekly what the other people are doing, and our education do not become well, because I have seen very practically. I slept in one of my friend's house in America for two nights. So both wife and husband, both are employees. Right from morning, 7.30, they used to run after having everything, lunch and everything, breakfast preparing and having boxed to their uh, children and they run to the offices. By the time they come back, they come back at 6, 6, 30. So that child guy was about 8th class and another girl was about 5th or 6th. Up to 7th high school level, the children used to have very easy education. They never had any pressure of education. Mostly they concentrated about the minimum competency levels like learning, reading, writing, and mathematics, calculations, etc. And whereas the 8th class boy, after coming back, what the parent, the first thing what he did, he had taken the child to the playground, school playground. From 7 o'clock to 8.30, he had a practice of the game what he liked. At 8.30, the parent got him. They had their dinner. I slept. The child was sitting with his internet and his books and his work, what was put into the, his mail, and with the books for about 11.30 till night. Yeah. So that, that was the education. And one more thing, when in the function I have seen a group of children, girls and boys together, they were discussing so deliberately, you know, that personality, they never just followed what the instruction of the father is. They decided themselves. When they come to high school, they decide themselves. They lead their own life. And parents also do not much interfere. You become only doctor. You become the... No, they don't interfere. Of course, till today, our Indian 
what you call software people couple who are there in america till they are imposing their children <laughs> till they are imposing however it is little percentage but till they are imposing you go to this university only you become the engineer only you become this one they are imposing that is more in our country that yeah. should not be there when the child has been developing his own personality he should be guided listened carefully and guided that what i feel yeah so herd mentality and social conformity are the two major problems and i think we have to come out of it as as uh, quickly as possible here comes my interesting question actually about uh, state rank probables during our batch 96 97 of cr bindu janagam so you are de- you are so determined about getting state rank and you did it right uh, what motivated you sir in fact uh, i remember it it was it had been a very good excitement till date i remember a girl of your batchmate got a straight rank yeah yeah but of course now there are no straight ranks yeah after uh, a few years the straight ranks and all these are banned and only grading has been given yeah it's a certain gap of 10 marks and everybody put into the same grade so there is no grading because of the straight rank in those days what happened some institutions i speak very frankly the institutions which were just um, emerging with a corporate level they indulged into the unethical practices for getting the chat this has come to the notice of the government and department they thought this is unethical we should not encourage this in the field of the education and immediately they banned it they went into the grading system and when the girl deepa had got a rank in her batch really i was very much thrilled and very much thrilled it was yeah till then we are were rural just for the last 3 4 years we have become the district headquarters but it is semi urban so yeah. it is not urban. so among this so big ap state andhra pradesh then it was andhra pradesh state so among the states one of the child from the rural area got a state rank it was very thrilling it was definitely the hard work of the child intelligence of the child apart from the teachers and their dedication for service teaching and they were really very good you know it very well yeah. they worked very hard very tough they worked whatever the knowledge they had i don't say they were extraordinary and reached the children to the highest level but whatever they possessed flawless they worked yeah. very wonderfully they worked that what had happened in yeah. fact i will tell you one thing every even before that even after few years after that also our teaching we try to improve we try to do it better and better in way but unfortunately we never had it but who used to have very good ranks and everything in those days my first batch went on 1979 so 1984 so 1984 sorry 1984 was the first batch of the ss examination 14 students attended 14 students passed in first division so it was such a you know such a, it was you know now nowadays we speak it is viral is such a viral because hardly the schools not used to get the percentage but whereas all the 100% passed 100% first class so it became a talk of the entire district so such was also is very good thrilling for me and encouragement for the teachers and our work continued to be the same and i as i told you what happened some of these corporate and big schools to come into the existence in a big manner with opening so many branches some unethical manners went on and hardly these people were not able to get i challenge you i tell you one thing again every time what my subject particularly by taking the lessons from my failures of the past i to try to come up to see that my children get maximum marks in the in language that is english but every time i was very much disappointed very much disappointed because i know very particularly deepa and srinivas peace srinivas and even er abindrete because i used to correct the papers they had done wonderful wonderful answers but apart from that arabindrete used to make so many experiments within his answer experimenting with a new wording experimenting but when ssc examinations are held what happened these three are equally competent no doubt about it yeah. but doing an innovative manner is arabindrete was different not to speak because he was my son but you know very well even my children never entered my office i never entertained them as my children i just treated everybody as equal as uh, the other people were so when he got only 64 out of 100 i was surprised 
and when i got the paper by paying some amount i understood the teachers who evaluated i was not raised to that condition they did not understand because they will be given by the chief examiner some guidelines these points should occur into the answer then only you give the marks so this guy never give those points to we'll make a comprehensive way of using and utilizing a new word new vocabulary new thing and probably that fellow got irritated about it and give the minimum marks and went on and i thought that this this happens because the evaluators are after all having the such background and where the children of the intelligence and great innovation will not be recognized and that is why what is happened most of the times who missed the rank because of this subject because of this subject most of the cases in language let us speak yeah. in languages so otherwise every year i would have banged the straight rank <laughs> that should have happened <laughs> all right yeah thank you thank you for so candid sir now moving to the next question and this is uh, from my classmate raju uh, in fact i gave an option to my friends in case if they wanted to ask i got only one response i think i had given a very long narration <laughs> no that's fine okay. no that's fine that's fine right you can edit whatever you want <laughs> okay sir that for me also yeah mm-hmm. yeah all right so moving on to the next one this is from my classmate raju and what he is asking is during our period like in the olden days the physical punishment was very common by the teachers towards the students and very good question right but nowadays uh, the trend has changed because of various socio economic changes and because of the clutches by the uh, government and all right so people are not as tolerant as before nowadays if a student gets physical punishment from the management right but how do we correct the behavior of the student without physical punishment the same prabhakar reddy who worked for the last 43 44 years in the teaching field had changed his opinion he changed his opinion because not because just because of the not accepted by the society not accepted by the law even i had myself inside that punishment alone will not make the child to grow will not make the develop the child will not develop because when the punishment physical punishment is given because his mind becomes frigid his mind becomes frigid the same prabhakar reddy who used to tell take everything by cane now he is advising the teachers by making it in the minutes and recording no teacher is supposed to make any physical punishment today you were surprised to know it for the last about 15 years there has been no punishment now and then some irritating teacher am i losing their patience they may do it that is different but our ideal is now not to have any physical punishment for two reasons one i self my myself had it because in this this i suggest i justify myself why i had given the punishment because in those days the parents background was very little known to the educator so the parents never worried what the child was doing at home the parent never knew what is studying so it was 100% responsibility of the teacher it was 100% responsibility of the school and the management and institution so the child even if he has to get some work done at home he has to prepare himself for studies definitely it was only the duty exclusive duty of the teacher and the school because parent has no idea and it was a new innovative way of the schooling by private management in those days only they knew about the government schools where lot of freedom was given and only little knowing was quite enough for them had made a habit to them but now but that's why it happened that we were forced to take a cane and make the physical punishment such a way otherwise if i had you been given the freedom to the children in those days parents naturally had not known about it to guide them definitely 50% 60% would have not reached to your stage or your even senior stage definitely i speak it very proudly and i don't suggest it now because parents are aware now to some extent about education and your society is also not in a position to accept i myself feel it when the parents are recognizing them when the society is also knowing it that it is our duty to make the child mold it is also equal responsible and we are suggesting that teachers not to have any punishment still in spite of that if the child goes wrong and what we are doing presently the first and foremost thing making trying to make a little counseling of the child if still he is not weird or changed his attitude talking with the parent on the phone call so that we cannot disturb his profession and still it is continuing 
because till today what is happening about 30 to 40% students are coming from the rural area whose parents are farming or farming labor till they do not i don't say they know it but still we can't go with the caning and everything that it is not possible at all previously you know the british britishers have passed as one proverb spare the cane spoil the child spare the cane spoil the child so that used to be one of the slogans in those days now this slogan is never accepted and never taken by any institution not only this so now so we have several methods adopted so the teachers whenever they feel it is to well definitely they are doing it but definitely you know this is happening so a lot of deviation is going on the students and it is not a surprising fact is that some people even in the rural areas are used to the drugs nowadays used to the drugs nowadays so had it been about 2025 back prabhakar would not chair would have not tolerated it would have not tolerated never would have tolerated now what are doing after all we can counsel after all we can just bring to the notice of the parent and so many things are happening so and other way by the law also we are clutched we are shackled we can't do as we like we have our limitations limitations are framed by the law and also imposed by the society that is why mostly what is happening teachers also not going to take any risk to mold the child if it is to be little little harsh with him instead they are just putting it into the hands of the parent this is what is happening you want to take care of it your child will be all right otherwise you will not be all right but in the beginning guys i said so today punishment physical punishment is not at all required it is not at all required because it will turn the child into frigid and the child will never open and just you will be scared of the education at all that should not happen that what is it sure sir yeah that's great all right so fabulous conversation so far now let's add some spice to the episode i'm going to kick off a quick rapid fire questions maybe you can answer them in a word or two and uh, if you are ready let's get started sir yeah so what was your childhood fantasy did you imagine something <laughs> childhood fantasy you are asking yeah uh, definitely as long as i have not moved to city my fantasy was to become the teacher oh. but once i moved to the city so naturally because i had a limited world my world was my parents my home and my school my teachers who looked me very well first thing is my father next the symbol of love was my mother who had brought up about 10 children very caringly we all remember my mother never had any physical punishment to children so that's why we cherish upon their love and their guidance and the second thing who is next the teacher only the teacher we know only the teacher yeah. so i my fantasy was to become the teacher but once i moved into city life my fantasy was to become the only pilot great sir great to know about that now moving to my next question what is the best piece of advice that you have received so far advice from anyone in fact hardly i had uh, interactions with many great people my father's advice once i was very much worrying because there was very very little finances it is look like a bankruptcy my father said why do you worry i will come anything bringing anything from when you born are you going to take anything when you are going back you have come empty you may go empty in middle whatever has come you may go why do you worry about all these things till today my father passed away in 2006 by telling but is excellent advice we remember we should know it yeah. we had brought nothing in the world excellent sir moving on uh, what is one life changing incident that changed your perspective definitely my friends advised to change my farming to teaching otherwise i would have because i was enjoying farming when he said otherwise i would have not come into the profession i would have become a farmer nowadays i know the very very bad situation of the farmer my friends advise sure uh, i think we have to be grateful for him if not we would have yeah, not uh, gotten a great teacher like you <laughs> truly truly yeah. truly All right. So moving on to my next one. Given a chance, would you time travel to past or future? So what should I talk past? I I said almost everything to you right from the primary level till date. What I am and what I did, everything I told. And into the future, I don't think I have a lot of future because now I am running into seventy years of old. 
and but my future i am not expecting anything great things to happen in the future only thing is that i am praying the god to give me how health to be with the children till last breath so that i can help my students and uh, their career to be built up and guided properly what was expensive for us excellent sir moving on to the next one uh, do you have any regrets in your life certainly i have the regrets because i have been standing with certain principles for the last four decades our institution that is my institution our institution has very great reputation people have come from the warangal to here had i opened a few branches in the town and vicinity it would have become very big and known to many people that i had not done it only yeah. that regret not uh, never has matched it with the magnitude of the money that i get it but yeah. the reputation going to the people. wonderful and uh, the last one for the rapid fire what is one fantasy gadget the or electronic gadget or technology that you would like to see in fact you know 2005 was the first visit to america when i came back i brought so many electronic gadgets i had the fantasy I had a fantasy of electronic right from in those days a camera a tape recorder i radio so many things i bought it all electronic gadgets i love and even till today my son knows it what do you want an electronic gadgets you want to i said now i have no patience to make it up i don't want anything and recently last visit when i made i brought a video camera i bought this one i want to record all the activities of children but i brought it but i just throw it uh, cupboard i am not because i am not getting time also that is again it is a passion i am not able to do it and i will tell you one thing because it is a rapid question but i will yeah. tell you one thing when i was in fifth class studying with my grandmother in a village i do not have the doorbell but i made a doorbell <laughs> because when you used to sleep somebody knock the door i used to just dangle one wire outside which run through the police and uh, ring up on a empty box over there so that we get up so such passion i had right from the beginning that oh. of course once we joined <laughs> here that's go excellent all right so that was a great rapid fire round and i got to know other side of you sir now um, one final question for today's conversation what will be your uh, one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers or lives you can pick one of them so oh, i don't think my advice will suit to the present generation because present generation i said it's like a fire they are like fire lot of fire but i can advise them to stand with certain character of you definitely you will be recognized that what awesome fabulous sir thank you so much for being part of uh, the guiding voice jerry in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe thank you thank you very much navin thank you All right. So, thank you to all the people who may be there on the listening this one. Thank you very much. Okay, sure. All right. So, folks, before we move into the trivia section, here is a small request to you. In case if you haven't subscribed to us, please subscribe from that where you have tuned in from. Also, if you have loved this conversation and uh, found the episode useful, request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice. Thank you so much yeah. in advance. Now, let's cruise into the trivia segment of today's episode. So, today's trivia is about IIT Kanpur. Now that we had excellent conversation with our principal sir and uh, my beloved teacher. and i thought i'll cover something around education itself and today's trivia uh, is about iit kanpur iit stands for indian institute of technology and it is a public technical and research university which is located in kanpur uttar pradesh state of india in fact it has been declared to be an institute of national importance by the government of india under the institute of technology act and the fact that i'm sharing today is that iit kanpur has its own air strip or the aerodrome located inside the campus and kalyanpur airport also known as iit kanpur airport is a private airport owned by the iit kanpur it is utilized by the aerospace engineering department of iit kanpur for practical study purposes and the airport is used by the students to test their models and they also have a glider flying program interesting isn't it so folks before i let you go in case if you have any speaker recommendations or guest speaker suggestions request you to reach out to me through social media or email us at theguidingvoiceforyou@gmail.com folks i am your host navin samala just a fellow it professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make a difference in the careers and lives of millions across the globe until next time bye bye